Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Every Wednesday broadcast brought to you live here from the Thunderdome. It's a little chaotic here in the United States of America right now. Trying to bring a little levity to it, hopefully. People can laugh about that and not send me hate mail. <laughs> but uh, hopefully everybody's staying safe and uh, riding out this storm that we are experiencing right now. And to help you take your mind off it, Ooh. we're going to talk about games. Have you seen, on that point though, there was a really funny meme where it's like, scientist finds cave with like five creatures, like yeah. bodies of creatures. And like the comments like, no man, not this year. <laughs> Seal it, up. Seal it up. Seal it up. Not, right? This is not the year. Don't do it. Yeah, they found a bunch of creatures that have been in there for like five million years yeah, or something like so that. Funny. Um, yeah. So again, yeah. you know, not to make light of the very serious yeah. circumstances that we find ourselves here in the United States of America currently, but that's not what you tune into signals from the front line for. You come to see and hear Frankie and Reese talk about what's going on in the gaming world, and there's lots and lots of exciting things happening in the Games Workshop hobby. So let's talk about that. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, that I think we should call you Grizzly Reese. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, or what was this guy's name from Hobo with a Shotgun? I don't remember what it is. It was Hobo with a Shotgun. That, that he was he his wore name. a bear that sweater. That was his actual name. Yeah. The girl gave him a sweater with a bear on it, and that was like their bonding moment. I love that movie. <laughs> the movie's amazing. I can't believe that movie was made by Canadians. Was it really? Yeah, it's set in Canada, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. Those are like those like those Canadians got kicked. They got like exported yeah, to America. Like, sorry, <laughs> like, sorry, you, like, can't you live have here to go anymore. south. Yeah. <laughs> it's too violent. You don't fit in. Uh, right, Dayton. Right. Well, I hope everybody is ready for a good show. Let's jump in and talk about it. But before we do that, we got to plug ourselves because you know we got to keep the lights on. The show, as always, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. For those of you who have pending orders with us, especially for Games Workshop product, thank you for hanging in there. Games Workshop came back to life. Ish. Uh, the, ish. The factory just fired up again last week, so they're already sold out on a lot of stuff. As we've been saying, um, you know, for all of you that, that listen to the podcast, we appreciate your patience, but we're all just going to have to kind of hang in there together. Um, they throttled everybody two weeks ago. That didn't last. So a lot of items are sold out on. They have to make them again yep. uh, before they'll come back in stock. So who knows how long that's going to take, especially with them you know, rolling into new releases. So it's going to be a little chaotic. Uh, it's going to be a little herky-jerky, and it's going to take some patience uh, on everybody's part. So... Uh, if you have an order and you don't want to wait, we'll happily refund you. If you don't mind waiting, we'll send you a present, a little do discount coupon code for your next order as a way of saying thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll all kind of get through this together. But um, yeah, it's going to be a little chaotic for a while as, as GW gets back up to speed. It's probably going to take like a month, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they were down for what, two months? So yeah. So yeah, just uh, just be please be patient with Games Workshop and us. And uh, we'll, we'll get through it as fast as we can. All right, let's talk about what is new and cool. So obviously the big news is 40K 9th edition or new 40K as Games Workshop is cheekily calling it. Even though in their own streams, they slip and call it 9th all the time. It's really funny. There's always um, new 40K though. Yeah. They don't like to call them by the numbers because apparently it confuses new players. I would think that would make more sense though. Because they're like 9th, I want you know, like, I don't know, apparently... Uh, that's the reason we've been told why they, they try to avoid numbering the editions. Fair enough. Whatever. It's their choice to make. 
Not ours. <clears throat> but let's talk about the article that's on everybody's mind. <gasps> Warhammer 40K, the new edition. And it was brought to you by a very funny cartoon version of Mike Brandt. Look at that guy. Look at those eyebrows. Look at that gray hair. They really captured the essence. It's not gray. <laughs> it's just a light sh shining off the top Oh, it's of gray. It. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and dive in and talk about that. And then, of course, I think everybody's kind of getting it uh, at this point in time. Um, kind of seeing the bigger picture. But we'll, we'll try and dispel some of the rumors like we did last week. So, first of all, uh, match play missions. So... They, they kind of go like a, you know, 30,000 feet above. Like, what are we trying to do? Does it tell a story? Because, you know, a big part of the experience for 40K is it's a, it's kind of like an RPG light experience, right? Like even the most competitive players, except maybe Siegler. I think maybe he's only seen zeros and ones. Like Neo, when he's been, the, the Matrix has been unveiled before his eyes. That's all it is. <laughs> but, but for everybody else, the, the mortals of us that play this game, um, there's a pew pew experience going on in your mind, you know? Yeah. Like it's fun to be like, Oh, captain, you know, smash face. Like he made the saves when he should have died. Then he blew up the tank. That's what we play the game. For, yeah. I mean, right? Reese, if Necrons have shown us anything, robots can have fun too. Okay. The robots just want to have fun. <laughs> That's right. That's what people come to this podcast for. <laughs> for our, our singing and <laughs> dance moves. Like, no, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I could do the robot. And then it's even better. Oh, man. It's, that's a good robot, too. Look at it. Oh. It's a robot from the 70s right there. Uh, you're right. <laughs> the Million Dollar Man, which is quaintly inexpensive now. Yeah. <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, so that was, that, that, that was one of the things that, that was really important to them. Jo jokes aside, uh, does it tell a cool story, right? And um, obviously everybody in the chat, everyone I've been talking to and, and, and on, the, you know, on the interwebs, Everybody is seeing the obvious similarities between the ITC missions, Nova missions. Well, duh, uh, we helped make them, so clearly. And it wasn't just like us imposing on, on Games Workshop. Games Workshop, the game devs came to us and they said, oh, you're, you're, we really like these kinds of missions. They're cool. Do you guys want to help us? We're like, of course, yep. right? So um, you see that kind of choose your own adventure, you know, uh, uh, progressive primary, uh, choose your own adventure secondary and it's fun it works really well the ITC's proven that the Nova missions have proven that uh, people like them they're good they work right so yeah. why, why deviate from that pattern now where you see like GW's influence coming in is in this part does it tell a cool story does it reflect the lore of the game that's super important right the most hardcore tip of the spear competitive player might say I don't need that for you you don't the Richard Siegler's out there, perhaps, although I'm sure he would agree, he prefer, would prefer it to tell a cool story. Yeah. Um, but that that's what you're going to see the GW influence come into this, right? Is that it's really thematic. Um, it's about, you know, forging a narrative. And I, that's cool because the vast majority of people that play the game, that's more important to them than a razor, you know, balanced on the razor's edge of the competitive meta. That's more important to more people. Yeah, and that's why like Tau and every mission get minuses the hit. That like, was my idea. They can't charge. Yeah. Uh, they can't leave combat. Like it forges a narrative every game you're mm. playing, especially against Tau. So the narrative I wanted to stress with Tau was that they lose every single game. Well, yeah, you just you make it really hard for them yeah. to win, and when they do win, you know what? Good job. Yeah, because yeah. when I came when we came to the table and with GW and we were like, what's the most important thing in a mission? I was like, guys. I only have one objective, line in the Justice. sand. 
Tau have to be at a huge disadvantage every single game. And they were in agreement. They were like, keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. There was one guy that tried to speak up, and they fired him immediately. Yes, and I laughed. Get out. I laughed. I collected his tears and drank them. (laughs) No, we're just kidding. Of course. (laughs) It's the stupidest thing ever. So um, the the idea was to take kind of like the template of ITC slash Nova Missions and like – and for anybody out there, again, just to stress this point, that's like trying to frame this as one is beating the other or, oh, we're doing Nova or we're doing ITC. It's just not true, right? First yeah. of all, Mike and I have been comparing notes and taking ideas from each other and sharing ideas with each other on these missions going back, I don't even, seven years or something, six years, whatever. I don't even remember, like a long time. Um and it's that's not the case, right? It's not oh this format is taking over or whatever. No, it's a it's a confluence of all of these things. It's a cooperative venture between all of these things to try and give the best possible product to the widest possible audience. Yeah. It's Where not, when you go to an event, you can play the same mission and everybody knows what mission they're getting into. So yeah. So hopefully that you know, it's not a. a combative thing it's a cooperative venture right so um so you take that spice of kind of like adding some narrative fun to it and you know that's that's i would say that's like the gw flavor and then you've got kind of like the skeleton of the missions that we've been playing uh, as the independent so to speak or international tournament scene as a lot of uh, a lot of people call it that's kind of like that flavor and then you put it into a stew and you mix it up and then hopefully the end product is something that's going to make as many people happy as possible. Yeah. Right. Um, and then for those, and again, like we said last week, everybody who is, you know, a TO and ITC um, TO group or somebody that, that, that wants to have a voice and represent their community, that is all those mechanisms are still in place. So if you are a community organizer and you aren't in the ITC TO Facebook group yet, you should, even if you were somebody that was like, against it, the IT or you didn't like it because it wasn't official or whatever whatever reason like your local area was wasn't into it whatever now there's really no reason not to because now you have a pathway directly to games workshop through mike yep and he's in there we're all working together you have a voice you can help you know express the opinions of of your constituents the people that are in your community that that you help facilitate um you know, the way that they have fun and you can express those things. And yet now you have a direct line of communication. It's better than it's ever been. Yeah. GW is listening. So they're taking all the feedback and it helps them decide on what to do in the future. So, yeah. And it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. hundred percent. So it's, it's, it's going to be teamwork. And now one of the things that I'm most excited about with these missions and what it represents is it represents games workshop. They've already been doing it and it's been wonderful uh, for them to come to the tournaments. Like, the head of 40K, like the main man, was at the LVO right there with all of you, talking to you, watching the main games, like comparing notes, like, oh, this is how like the, the really competitive players play the games. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Robin uh, Crudis, who's the, one of the main like rules writers for 40K, was a judge at Nova. Yep. Like they're really getting their hands dirty. They're in there like getting involved. And now what this represents is with official GW, you know, tournament missions that hopefully everybody is at least mostly happy with. Now we're going to get even more support, more cooperation, 
more communication. It's really exciting. Yeah. Even if you don't like every single part of the missions, right? Because it is a compromise. That's the only way we can ever get these kind of things done is look at the big picture and look at what's happening. It's really, really exciting, right? Like this is GW getting more involved in um, community building and match play, which is only positive. Yep. So. I'm, I'm excited for yeah. it. So. And Me too. I think most everybody else is as well. I think so. There's always going to be people that are going to be pooping on it, but it's just whatever. I mean, dude. you got to poop somewhere. Reese. <laughs> That's true. That's what my grandpappy always told me. <laughs> you know what? He was a wise man. He was. He was. <laughs> but you know what? If we paid any attention to the haters, we wouldn't be where we are now. So. It's true. The best thing you can ever do. It might even be higher, you know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the best thing you can ever do is when someone's just like a hardcore hater is if they have any kernel of like truth or any good like criticism buried in all the, the dookie to take that, use it to make what you're doing better. Make lemonade out of poop. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> but that's always. You know when somebody poops, you yeah. make I've lemonade. always found that's like the best, that's like the best thing you could ever oh, do. Oh, for sure. So like, Positivity. Hey, Yo, know, thanks for that killer idea. And they're like, oh, rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, uh, I want to be mad. So anyway, hopefully that helps clarify um, what's happening. Because a lot, I still see a ton of people speculating of, you know, what, you know, it's fair because people don't have all the information. But hopefully that clarifies things. Um, so one of the cool things they talked about in the article, one of many cool things, is all the different sizes of games that you can play. They talked about Combat Patrol, which is 500 points. Uh, and you start with three command points. And it's you just start with that many command points, period, right? That's... I think this is the biggest, uh, the biggest change in ninth is the way you make your army. Um, so you just start out with a certain amount of command points and you basically buy detachments. Um, and then there's more to it and we'll explain it as we go, but that's a really, really, really big change, right? So instead of getting points from detachments, you burn points to get detachments. It's, it's literally the opposite of the way it used to be. What, what are your thoughts on it, Frankie? Because it's, it's basically been revealed at this point. It just, uh, it works a lot different, right? Uh, you're going to, you'll take a different strategy when building your list, which is really cool. Um, I mean, you see it in almost every edition anyways, that you have different ways of building your list. Different units do different things for you in different uh, editions. And this is no different. Like it, it'll all play a lot differently. Um, but I do really like the change for the command points. I like the way that they work and everything, so. I do too, because the biggest complaint, the biggest critical feedback, like we said last week, about uh, 8th edition was the average, or the, I would call it the casual competitive player, was upset that they felt like they had to soup because they didn't necessarily want to. Like if you're a diehard orc player, well, that was a terrible example. They don't ally with anybody. But if you're a, a diehard... That's good. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on point, baby. Uh, like a diehard Blood Angels player, right? That's probably a better example. And you felt like to compete, you had to take the Loyal 32 and maybe... I don't know, a night or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it was it was disconcerting for people. And then they felt like they only ever played against soup. And it was like, I don't like this, right? This isn't the game the way it, is, it exists in my mind. And enough people were saying that, that GW was like, okay, why don't we, we don't want to make it so that you can't ally. No. But why don't we flip it so that there's an incentive to soup? And if you still, if you're a combo master and you take pleasure in finding all these weird combos by, you know, 
taking this character from this book and this you know unit from that book and putting it in a stew and mixing it up you can still do that but now it has to really be a good combo to be worth losing command points to do it yep so out of being yeah i think what you'll see you'll still see soup yeah um the the combo masters are gonna like they're gonna do it anyway yeah i mean the units are still good right yep. so you'll still see people taking mixes and everything but um there's an incentive not to do it so. yep so in the chat xt984 says how shafted are pure night armies well as you can see from this assuming that this is the full picture which um there's still more info to come if you take a 2000 point night army a strike force right um from what the information that we're being presented with you'll start with 12 command points just like everybody else so pretty cool right that means armies like elite armies which before struggled with cp are now on a more level playing field yep so i personally think that's pretty cool uh then they talk about some of the other stuff uh some of the secondary objectives um which are pretty fun so when you are instructed to select secondary objectives you can select from any presented here in addition to any secondary objectives listed on the mission you are playing so kind of a little sneak preview some of the missions have um mission specific uh objectives you can yeah. choose this is the only one that you can pick clearly <laughs> purge the enemy <laughs> Get um, so you can score no more than 15 victory points from each secondary objective uh you select during the mission uh, any excess victory points awarded or discounted and uh, each secondary objective listed below as a category purge enemy uh, blah 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 example purging me uh, when you select secondary objectives you cannot choose more than one from each category so it's really similar to the way we do it in itc oh for sure right that so would be have... oh go ahead go ahead no that's all right i was gonna say it would be really funny if they're like oh we got really creative on these missions and it's like you pick your own adventure so you get to pick one from each one but there's only one <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> awesome enjoy yeah my friends so the purge enemy are like the kill stuff missions, yeah. right? And there's assassinate, score three victory points with the, uh, the battle for each enemy character model that is destroyed. That's cool, right? That's the one we all know. It's like a headhunter is what we called it. Yeah. Uh, no mercy, no respite. Um, this is another uh, category. Send the ranks. Uh, if you select this objective, keep a tally kill point for an enemy model to destroyed. So add one to this total. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, this is like um, Cold of Hordes or um, uh, Butcher's Bill. Um, you get points for killing stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, battlefield Supremacy. Engage on all fronts. A progressive Ooh. objective. Score two victory points at the end of your turn if you have uh, one or more units from your army wholly within three different table quarters. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we call this one table quarters. It's really similar. Um, it's cool, man. It's like a lot of these are, are ones that most of us who played ITC are going to be like, oh, yeah, I get this. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's more. There's more to choose from. And you can already tell from the scale of, of what they're talking about. If there's three secondaries that are 15 each, that's 45 points. That's already more than we score in ITC total. So the, the range of scores are higher in these missions. But it's they're really similar. Like, yeah. it's essentially very similar to what, what we were used to. Uh, Warpcraft, mental interrogation, uh, score three point victory points each time you successfully complete uh, the following psychic check uh, action, blah, 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 blah. So you get kind of the, a feel for it. Shadow operations. Score three victory points each time a unit from your army successfully completes the following action. Uh, investigate. investigate. Ooh. So they talk about actions too. To clarify that, um, actions are like what, uh, like, like engineers or um, um, 
those type of missions where you do something that's different than normal and you get points. Yeah. There's lots of that in uh, in these, and it's cool. It's fun. Engineers is one of the most popular missions in the ITC. So. Yeah, I took it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so now you can perform rituals, plant homing beacons, raise banners on key objectives, and more. So they're talking about Ooh. what the actions do. Uh, these create dynamic moments where you need to, to decide between firing at the enemy or bravely accomplishing the mission. Totally. Yeah. I like it. Kind of just clarifying what it is. Um, another new feature is a cap on victory points you can earn from each mission element. Um, this makes for closer, more exciting games. That's, we're all used to that. Yep. So you just can't just score like a million points. Um, pretty fun. So then they, they actually show one of the missions. Eternal War, Strike Force, the Four Pillars. Oh, it's my favorite. What if there was only two pillars? No, there's four. The roof would be very stable if there was only two. It just... <laughs> Don't go on that side. You might fall over. All right. Let's go through this. Mission briefing. Ancient alien pillars. Oh, my God. Ancient aliens. Oh, there it is. I'm into it. I'm not saying it was aliens. But it's aliens. It's definitely aliens. All right. We don't need to read the flavor text. No, uh, you do. But okay. in like a cool voice. With distorting energies, just dominate the battlefield. If their power can be siphoned off, you will gain a significant resource to use against your foes. That's great. I actually didn't know what it said, so I'm happy that you read it to me. Thank Good. You. You're welcome. I'm here to help. All right. Uh, mission rules. The pillars in this mission reinforcement units cannot be set up within range of any objective markers. Take that. You can't just appear on it. Ha. Weak. Walk on it. That, was, that would have been my first tactic. <laughs> Uh, so the primary objective, this is giving you some clues how these missions work. Uh, victory points are awarded for controlling objective markers as follows. Take and hold, progressive. At the end of each player's command phase, it's a new phase. We already saw that well, earlier in the week. Well, it's, well, yeah, it's really similar to AOS. They have the... Um, it's almost identical. Except it's in a different order, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the command phase is at the beginning of the turn. Pretty cool. At the end of each player's command phase, the player whose turn it is scores five victory points for each of the following conditions they satisfy for a maximum of 15 victory points. Whoa, but there's only three things that you can do, so. That's 45 points. That is the maximum. That's literally the maximum. So we're starting to see how many points you can score, right? You can get 45 on the secondaries, get 45 on the primary. I'm no mathematician. But that adds up to 90, I think. Does it? Get my calculator. Get your calculator. All right, so the three things you can do, uh, they control one or more objective markers. Well, that's pretty familiar. <laughs> they control two or more objective markers. Get a little spicy. It's getting Ooh, a little spicy. Like oh, that's already more complicated than the ITC. Here's a good one. Uh, they control more objective markers than their opponent controls. All right, so everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, these are familiar, uh, which is cool because it's simple. It works. Everybody liked it. Why? If a mayonnaise sandwich is what gets it done, why change it up? Is that what they call the sandwiches in London? They like shrimp? Dude, yeah, they have like prawns and mayonnaise sandwiches. What is it called? I can't remember. I thought it was called a mayonnaise sandwich. I think it's like a prawn sandwich. Yeah, I think it might be called a prawn sandwich. I was Anyways. like, this is pretty yeah. gross, guys. My favorite that was the the um, cheese and pickle sandwich. Ugh. My cousin made me and he's like, oh, mate, this cheese is gorgeous. I'm like, pickle cheese sandwich. And it's not like a pickle, like a normal pickle. <laughs> it's like a sweet pickle and this brown stuff. I was like. <laughs> You're not selling me on the pickle I was like, what is wrong right? with everybody on this <laughs> island? <laughs> They've got drop bears, dude. Scary. Uh, no, that's a different island. No. Uh, where they only drink Foster's beer. That's right. 
All right, secondary objectives. In this mission, when the players are selecting their secondary objectives, they can, if they wish, choose for one of them to be siphon power below. Here we go. You can start to see some of the missions have unique secondary um, objectives. Siphon power, progressive. If you select this objective, units in your army can perform the following action. It's an action. Cool. Ooh. We're already kind of figuring out how these work. One or more units from your army can start to perform this action at the end of your movement phase. Each unit that starts to perform this action must be within range of a different objective marker. A unit cannot start this action while any enemy units, excluding aircraft, are in range of the same objective marker. The action is completed at the end of your next command phase. So you have to, you have to hang in there for a little bit, like turn and a half, basically. And you score a number of victory points depending on how many units completed this action that phase, as shown on the table below. One is one, two is three, three is six, four is ten. Four? You have four objectives. You're just totally dominating. Yeah. I mean, you know, and there's four objectives. So, yeah, you'd have to be kicking yeah. some serious ass. Yeah, got it. Ten points. Thank you. Yeah. So, from this, I think everybody's starting to kind of get an idea. And there's four objectives in this, and it's table quarters deployment. Um, uh, for those of you who are listening and not visually seeing what we're talking about. So, uh, it's giving you a feel for how these are going to work. Yeah. They're like ITC missions. They're like Nova missions, but a little spicier. There's a little bit more pizzazz, right? Like hold, hold more. Well, now we got hold, hold, two, hold more. All right. Well, that's pretty easy. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, cause in the, in the, the, the range of scores was higher. So you gotta, you gotta mix it up a little bit. Yep. Um, did they talk about the bonus points for the missions? I don't want to spill the beans. If Which one? About, um, well, I'll err on the side of caution. I can't remember if they talked about it yet. Take that. Oh, well. Well, there's no no rush. Yeah. We'll get to it. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Well, there's, there's something spicy about the missions you haven't seen yet. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go over. It's, it's going to be controversial. <laughs> I'll say that. I like it. I think it's very positive. That's because um, you like controversy. I, <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so anyway yeah there's a there's a part of the mission we've seen a lot of the missions but there's a little part of it that i think is personally is great there's going to be a small portion of the community that's going to bellyache about it and i can't wait to the tau community <laughs> i just always want them to cry <laughs> i'm just going to embrace this take that tau yes Recio and Recius will combine to one all-powerful entity yeah so pretty cool let's jump in the chat we'll talk about um we'll answer some questions about the um the missions not a single question in the chat right now they already already know they're like we've already read all of this. i thought they did talk about like it. get out of here they talk about points values oh yeah why don't we talk about that too right so their their uh points values being adjusted up um and as most of you can guess why as we've already been talking about one of the main philosophies with ninth edition was to speed the game up the game designer the game developers felt the game took too long to play i agree and uh, they did a lot to make the game go faster. And so they give you an example. Intercessor squads um, are going up to 20 points a model. I don't even remember what they were. 17. 17, was it? I think so. Yeah, 16, right. 17. And then Chaos Cultists went up to six, and they were four. four. Yeah. Um, so if you assume that's going to be across the board, it looks like from what we're seeing here, it's roughly 20% just by doing some simple math. Um, of course, it's not going to be like every single unit's going to change the exact same amount. That wouldn't make any sense. Um, 
but that can give you an idea that you're going to have probably less models on the table. Yeah. As we've been saying, big units, horde armies are going to, they're going to have some adjustment. Uh, they're going to have some, it's going to be the most challenging for them to adjust. I'm not going to say if they're going to be good or bad. I don't know. Um, but they're going to have to adjust, which, you know, if there's more tanks, more monsters, less hordes or um, less incentive to, to bring lots of infantry as we have an eighth, and there's less models, right? You're starting to see the picture that's developing, right? Like it, the game should be a lot faster. Yeah, I mean, all armies going to change, right? Especially with a points increase. Um, but like we've seen, like the vehicles and stuff can now shoot in combat. So now maybe those vehicles that you weren't taking because you didn't want guys to get touched, you'll take, which again, lowers the model count of your army, which should speed up the game. Yeah. Um, and that thing, did we talk about too? Like, uh, oh yeah, we did. It's 12 command points for like the standard size 2K yeah. game. But now as you can see that the, a 2K game is actually going to be like lower compared to eighth. Yeah. Right. So then your list is going to change because you're going to have to pull stuff out. Uh, for one, Again, which, it depends on what armies you were taking and everything. So some yep. things will change, but and then the way you write it's going to change because now there's no like the loyal thirty two still has function. It still has purpose. It's just not nearly what it was. Yeah. Right. So you'll probably see less of that. Um, but then you know you can assume that troops are probably still going to be really good at taking objectives like they always yeah. have been. Still take troops to grab objectives and all that stuff. So yeah. All right. Let's answer some questions in the chat. Um, blah, 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 blah. Some of some of these questions we can't answer, guys. Just to until yeah. GW announces it, we can't uh, uh, say it. Valerie says the game can be three uh, three K points, though. The game could be twenty thousand points if you really wanted to. Yeah, I mean the game could have been three K points before. There was nothing stopping you. They were just putting that out there to show you, like, if you wanted to play a three K point game. Because yeah. I know, like, uh, at the before we had our own store and I used to hang out at other stores all the time. Um, a lot of people, a lot of casual players that only play maybe once or twice a month when they did play, they would play big games. Yeah. Well, they play with like all their models. Yep. So a lot of like the kids and stuff, especially the kids in high school would just bring all the models that they had and put them on the table. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by HP instant ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash Spotify. That's really common. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends that only played seldom, they'd meet up at the game store, they'd play with their buddy, they'd play like three, four, five thousand points. They'd, it'd take them literally all day to play. They're having a good, good time. And then, you know, like they're like a camel. They drink water, they don't have to drink water again for like a week, two weeks, you know, like. So the tournament standard is going to remain 2K. If you want to run a tournament at 3K, go for it. Yep. Um, if you want to run a tournament at 500 points, the rules are supported and things scale up and down to support that. Um, let me see. Just like it was before. Death story. As a Tau player, I monetize my salty tears for the benefit of my fellow player. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. You're, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Hexfleet Virilius says, I am nervous, sad about the points increase. I liked having more models in the more diversity of eighth. I'd rather see speed increases with rules. So... 
this is speed increases with rules, though. You know what I mean? Like, um, the rules are changing to force you to have less decisions to make. Um, change is always tough, and we have lots of data that shows people don't like making their list smaller. Uh, it's a fact. Like, we have so much data showing that given the choice, players will always choose to have more points. Yep. But then they will also always complain about their games not finishing. The number one complaint by a mile, and we have ton, like we have so much experience running tournaments, probably more than 99.9% of the people in the world, uh, is my game didn't finish. That is the number one complaint. Yep. So can't have both. Can't have more points and games finishing. But we shall see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's like fishbowl effect, though, you know? Like, players always take as much time as you give them. Yeah. So... We went to a 1,500-point tournament, um, the, the, the tournament that inspired the Las Vegas Open, actually, the Throne of Skulls, in Vegas, run by GW. And uh, 1,500 points, three hours, games still weren't finishing. Yeah, that was back in fifth. And when the was, game was super fast. Yeah, and it was like, there was like this big divide between 1,500 points and 1,850. And 1,750 was in there. And, oh, yeah, and 1,750, was, that, was, that was like Europe and stuff, so who cares? Yeah, they're like, strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're eating their mayonnaise sandwiches and stuff like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was like this weird thing and it was funny because like when you went down to 1500 points you could actually play like four rounds in a day like comfortably um just going up the extra 350 points like increased the time that it took to play Ton. significantly 30 minutes yeah it was it was a 30 minute increase per round so yeah that part taking stuff out of your list is never fun no but this is what the, the, this was the choice gw made right like with ninth edition they were like we want to speed the game up Boom, and we were like, okay. Yep. I think it's better for the game because, like, having back then, like, I was the exact same way, hardcore tournament player, fifteen hundred points. What is this weird, you know, weird? Like, who plays fifteen hundred points? And then you go and you do it, and you're like, I didn't even notice the difference when yeah. I started playing the game. Well, it was great because at eighteen fifty, you could fit in another unit of obliterators. So <laughs> I was stoked. I was like, oh yeah. Uh, and it's funny how much faster the game was, right? Like. Yeah, well, the, the units did a lot less back then, too. So, like, and there was less models. Attacks were less. Points were higher, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, everyone's free to have whatever opinion and feel what they want about it, but that, this is just the reality of it. Yeah. Um, and the games will, they will speed up, right? Like, you, there's other things that haven't been revealed yet that will further reinforce this, um, this fact that, uh, Things are going to be speeding up. You could kind of discern it just from looking at the missions. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of there. It, it's kind of there, like, if you just, you know, do some basic math, you can kind of figure out some of what we're talking about just looking at the missions. Um, all right, let's answer some more questions. Uh, do not eat yellow. <laughs> you got me. Got him. You got me. Question, are absurd amounts of rerolls getting addressed? Um, Possibly. Eh. The You'll see eventually. So rerolls, like counting and sorting dice and rerolling dice, like the rerolls really do not take that much time. It's counting and sorting your dice that actually takes a lot of time. Uh, when you have to pick up a couple and reroll them, it really doesn't add that much time. But when you're precisely moving 200 models in multiple uh, phases of each turn, that is what is the time killer. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just a fact, right? When look, go look at the game between Sean Naden and um, Richard Siegler, LVO, 
neither, both players were playing quickly and they didn't even get to turn like four. Yeah. And it was because it was so important to put each model precisely in the right place. There's just, there was no way they were going to finish the game. That's why 40K is going to square bases and movement trays. Ooh, heard it here first. Boom. Heard way it faster. here first. Uh, bu- 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 less models is good, so we can spend more time painting them up in the ITC standards, says Tomodachi Express. Yeah, that is an upside, is that uh, with less models, the barrier to entry to get into match play is lower. You don't have to buy as much stuff. Yep. And you don't have to paint as much stuff. Yep. So that's definitely a benefit. Uh, Don the Magnificent says, hashtag play crawlers for life. He's coming back. So that's a yeah, cool, uh, that's a really cool thing they talked about and we've been chatting about is that they revealed that um, vehicles and monsters can shoot heavy weapons into combat um, with the unit that's touching them. Uh, so that's a really, really big change because you can still tie a vehicle up with infantry, kind of. It's harder to do, but instead of the vehicle becoming like neutered and helpless, you're dictating what they shoot at. They can shoot at the unit they're engaged with. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of a compromise with the vehicle. The bad touch doesn't just eliminate the vehicle and make it totally lame. Um, But the, uh, the unit that's, you know, interfering with it, there's a price to be paid. It might only last a turn or two. Yeah. So I think that's a fair trade off. And a lot of people have been talking about, Oh, take a Lehman Russ with three heavy flamers. Yeah. It's going to be really good. And it would make sense if you have flamethrowers all over your tank. I mean, it was good before, so. Yeah, but now it's even better. It's better, yeah. Because if you have flamethrowers all over your tank and guys are trying to, like, jump on it and they're getting set on fire, that seems to me to be an effective deterrent. That's right. Mad Max. Get it. And then, like, that was what the, the, that's what the, like, sponsoring weapons on a tank were for. They were for to repel infantry. That was, like, the whole purpose of them. So, I think it's, um, I think it's a very, you know, cool solution. I think it's great. You weren't seeing very many tanks before, so. Although NID players did get a little bit of a, like, oh, heavy weapons. Cool. Because most of their weapons are assault. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Buddha Bob crying for the orcs I just bought from my boys list. It still works. Like, don't, don't panic, right? You got to play the game a couple times. You got to see the way that the points change and all that stuff, so. Yeah. Like... We, there, we, I would love to say more, but I can't yet. It, a lot of like infantry still work. It's just different now. The way they function is different. You're, you don't have as much incentive to take big units. As a matter of fact, you're disincentivized from taking big units. So, you know, we'll, we'll, you'll see that as we develop, as things develop. Uh, will armatures be able to shoot in melee too, like vehicles? Well, they are. Time will tell. I guess, yeah, we'll have to see on that one. I'm, there's still things I don't remember. <laughs> Quarantine sucked a lot of knowledge out of my head. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl, any info about the Wolf and Primaris Terminators? Ha ha. Good one. Good one, Wolf Priest Carl. They're going to look awesome. Yeah. They, uh, they have bunny ears, and they you have to sing before you play them. Uh, phase that up. Yes, the, the, the assumed standard for match play is going to be 2K, but you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, All this chaos says it only works for chaos if they rework Demon engines other wish vehicle changes don't i don't understand what that means uh you gotta wait and see right? if they make demon engines better that's it okay we shall see that's the Maybe. i want to write that down that's the only wait. way it will work 100 percent. there's no other way nope uh venom's show luis no not at all 
Tomodachi Express, don't worry, Reese, we won't tell GW, you can tell us. Haha, ha, no, I cannot. <laughs> as much as I'd like to. Um, can you uh, talk more about the hit modifier cap? Say my unit has a natural minus one to hit, but the enemy player moves and shoots. This is still capped at minus one. Well, assuming that those rules are all still working the way that you described them to, as they said in the Twitch stream, let's say you're minus uh, three to be hit and your opponent's plus two to be hit or something like that, whatever, or plus one to be hit. It's capped at a plus or minus one, right? So regardless of the number of modifiers, it can never get better or worse than plus or minus one. But if you have like a minus three to be hit, it's still good because if your opponent has, I don't know, a plus two to hit or whatever, you still get your minus one. Yeah. There's still an incentive to stack the modifiers. It's just not nearly as good as it was. However, besides the occasional Eldar player, everyone hated that. Minus two and three and four to hit was so not fun. Well, it got ridiculous when you like couldn't actually shoot couldn't them. shoot. You're like, oh. Yeah, that was not Sad fun. That was then not orcs fun. came in, you're like, oh. Uh, bum, 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 bum. yeah some of this stuff guys i know there's some questions that keep popping up we can't talk about it yet um sorry guys i know everyone wants to know but yeah that's the rules um aether what two or three armies do you think will have the toughest adjustment with the new standard of points and cp and rules uh. it's not armies it's archetypes like list archetypes um like like i said number one in my opinion if you were running like uh Orc horde with six 30-man unit of boys and five 30-man units of grots. I don't even know if you could fit that, but let's just assume you could. Um, that's going to be the hardest one to adjust. Or if you were running like the way I play my nids with a, like a ton of um, really big units, that's going to be a challenge. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean... I think all the lists play different. So it's just, it's one of those things you have to wait and see how it plays out, what list people are taking and all that to actually make a judgment. So yeah, I'm not it's, sure. it's such a fundamental change that people asking questions like, uh, how's my list going to do? I'm like, it's a different game. Yeah. Well, it's just like any other edition, right? You, your list changes. It's not going to be the same list. Yeah. Um, and armies will adapt and do well. It's just, you have to wait and see. I'm, it's impossible to tell at this point. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of those rules I haven't even talked about yet. Like just the way you move around the table is different now. Um, and that's a huge change. Right. And yeah. like the, the terrain really changes things a lot. Uh, reserves really changes things. So it's like, try to forget, like try to like flush all the eighth edition stuff out and try to come at this fresh. That's the best way to do it. Um, a lot of like smaller elite armies are going to be way better yeah um it's just it's different it's so much different if you never played old fantasy it's gonna be really hard to learn so <laughs> gotta wheel your yeah. regiments that somebody's takes running some... around you you gotta re like Reef turn around run. can't You're... do anything it's really weird the musician has to play the horn oh yeah that bard it's gonna bard hard. hardest yeah uh tomodachi express asks is the itc gonna use the gw missions moving forward yes so a part of the whole deal and to the other TOs, I'm sorry that we couldn't um, be more like more, more transparent with everything. I just literally couldn't. It was signed a document that said we couldn't do it. Um, that is the, the idea. Uh, yeah. Of course, everyone's still free to, to use whatever missions they want. You can make up your own. Um, but yeah, the idea is that since GW is going to be more involved, providing more support, helping us to grow and to achieve more and do more to make you know match play. Comp 
I don't even want to say competitive 40K, organized play 40K to, to elevate it to new heights. Yeah. Um, they want and we want and I think everybody wants to play the game out of the book. It just makes sense. Yep. So, yes, that is the hope. Yeah, our events will 100% be games workshop missions. Yep. Nightman, can we talk about the command phase? There's really not a lot to talk about. There's not actually a lot that happens in the command phase right now. So, Ooh. you get points in the command phase. That's you where know. you measure out your beard to see which one's longer, and then you get those extra command points. Mm-hmm. And if it's a Nesh-themed game, you can measure other things. <laughs> like your tentacle. Keep it classy, frontline gaming. Um, so, yeah, for now, there's not a whole lot to talk about in the command phase. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a bookkeeping phase, really. Uh, for scoring stuff, is it capped at 90 for the game, or did I do my math wrong? Buddha Bob, we don't know yet. We know there's 90 possible points so far. Um... Bulldog0013 to everybody asking the exact same question. We can't answer that yet. Hang tight. Do match play tournament stale games uh, only last two hours now? Uh, we're going to have to feel that out. It's definitely going to be, hope, I hope we can, if we can get back down to two hours, I think that might be a little aggressive, but if we could, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Gosh, think about how much shorter the day is, how much more accessible it is to go to a tournament. It's not a 13 hour ordeal, right? Like, or, you know, 12 hour ordeal. That'd be so much better. Even if we could get down to two and a half hours, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Katie and Ranger, besides adopting the new GW missions from the book with ITC adjusting anything else like time per game, we're, I think we're going to have to play that one by ear, uh, Katie and Ranger. We will need some data, really, to see. If we could even go down 30 minutes, I think that'd be a huge win. I would love to go down more, uh, but we'll see. All right. Uh, I wonder if we're going to end up with lower points for super majors so there can be more around in the two days. Ah, we'll see. Possibly. Hopefully this fixes it on its own. Yeah. Nova Star is excited about night armies with their max hits on um, larger units. Yep. That's a big change. Um, uh, Dearth Story, any information on when the Forge World Indexes updates will come out? We don't know any no, of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. We don't know, like... Our role as playtesters, we don't know about when products are going to be released. Um, we don't, rarely we get to see new models. It's really just rules. Um, so yeah, we don't we don't have that information. Katie uh, and Ranger, that's a fun one. Uh, so looking at the new models, which model would you like to see appearing or remade in ninth? Pick any faction. Frankie. Doom Rider. Yes. He's dead though. Let's bring him back. He's like a Primarch, it doesn't yeah, matter. Just come back. Yeah. He's a Demon Prince. Um, what model would I like to see redone? I would like to see the, the Catachan infantry get redone to look like the cool new stuff we're seeing. Because that kit's really old. It's really showing its age. Yeah. Um, all right. A million there questions. There you go. Good job. A million questions. I thought you were going to read everyone. I was no. like, oh my gosh. No, it's starting to heat up in here. That means it's time to speed up. Uh, Mason Vasa says, we're blowing his mind right now. Uh, but we have to change. And for the better, I personally can't wait for the next edition and the next steps. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. It's always nice to get a nice message. Thank you so much. Yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. Like, of course, coming out the gates, there's going to be things that some of us, I bet every single one of us is going to have at least one thing we don't like. Yeah, of course. It's just what it is. Yep. But what is happening right now, what this represents, of like a, a huge team up between the community, the makers of the game, all this support, like, the dream of taking um, organized play, uh, Games Workshop games, specifically 40K, to the highest heights that we could ever imagine 
those doors are opening now because of a team up more than they ever could have if it was just the community trying to do it on its own. We just don't have the resources. Yeah, GW is listening and taking everybody's feedback, so it's great. It's awesome. All right, let's jump in and keep on moving along because we have some other things to talk about. Oh, wee! I really wanted to do that. You killed it. That was really good. Thanks. It's good. Thanks. Sound uh, like a little mouse or something. A mouse? Yeah, just running across the table. Somewhat mouses, mises do they not do. as yeah, they run see, away. Just like that, yeah. <laughs> kind of mice do you have in your house <laughs> party mouse they sound like smokers that's what it is uh, all right so warhammer crime it's a new Ooh. genre of books from the black library i think this sounds awesome awesome uh reminds me sadly sweet sadness of one of the most fun things i got to do with our uh, good buddy jeff uh in control and actually total biscuit two awesome people that are no longer with us i got to do uh, 40k uh, live stream uh, we, we played um, the 40k RPG and it was a hard-boiled crime uh, scenario it was really really fun yeah I was the least talented person by a mile and your guy was terrible it was that my bad dice actually made my character <laughs> the most fun because I was like accidentally like killing people who were trying to intimidate with critical failures and stuff like that um, so it to me that's really special it's cool but uh, they're going to have some novels like the, the horror series, which totally fits in 40K. We're going to have Warhammer Crime, which is really cool. We can have like Adeptus Arbites and Inquisitors trying to like solve cases. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Really excited to see that. Uh, another really cool news, and I can't believe it took them this long to do this. They launched a Warhammer merch site, which how, we've been literally saying this for a decade. Yes. That why are they not selling all kinds of shirts and sweaters and mugs because we all gobble it up yeah well it's funny because like forge world made them and then they would just sell out of them like instantly you would think you'd be like okay let's make more maybe now they will finally and they look cool the art's awesome yeah like hell yeah i'm so stoked they finally did this they're gonna make a zillion dollars doing this too like it's really good yeah. uh in the chat the stoic frankie and reese you guys have been such a big part of uh of his life. Thank you for all the things you've done for the community. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. That's a nice thing for you to say. Couldn't have done it all without all of you guys. So It's been a team effort. Thank everybody. 100%. Uh, <laughs> GW also gave us a little sneak preview of the new one of the new Necron units, the Scorpec Destroyer. Ooh. Do they so destroy? With this, their pecs? Ooh, his scorpion pecs. So these guys got a big uh, shaver, big razor blade. Uh, looks really cool. Three legs because it's better than two. Yep. I can't imagine any scenario in which three legs make sense. You want two or four? No. Why? Because it just doesn't make sense. Tripod, dude. The uh, they, they give you a little sneak peek of what he does besides looking cool. His weapon is strength plus two, AP four, damage three. That's a straight marine killer. Boom. That is savage. Killing those marines. Yeah. Yeah. Very savage. Um yeah, the Stoic uh, was excited to go get a, a Thousand Suns t-shirt from Forge World. I got a Night Lords t-shirt at the Forge World booth at Adepticon. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So, really cool. Um, and Bridge Brush asks, do we get to play test with the new Forge World codexes? Yeah, as most of you probably know, Forge World rules writing is now in the general um, uh, rules development team. So, the same people that make codex rules will be making Forge World rules going forward. So they are in the playtest process. Yeah. 
they were before too but it as anybody can see by looking at it it was a little bit different yeah the, the process was a little more challenging just put it mildly um so let's take a look at something really cool a brand new flg mat it's out of this world is it yeah well played boom <laughs> nailed it uh so it's called xenos world what comes in three flavors it's like boy meets world purple green and blue and like, in lots of different sizes yeah it is really cool looking yeah. it's kind of like a snowy colorful like if there was a skittle that was covered in frost that's how you describe it that's it <laughs> nice <laughs> Uh, so this is our newest FLG mat. Very cool. And per usual, it is 20% off between now and the end of the release period, which will be June 17th of the year 2020. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> the, most, the most challenging year many of us have seen in our lives. Yeah. But this will make it a little better. A little sweeter. A little cooler. There you go. There you go. Um, like sour Skittles. Yes, in, indeed. <laughs> So check that out. If you like it, jump in and grab it. And we are just about finally to get restocked on all the other sizes. So if you've been waiting for a 4x4, four four, a 6x3, a 3x3, whatever, 24x14, um, we're about to get them back. Soon. Just a couple days, right? I think so. Nice. By next week, Bob. Excellent. Fine. All right, LVO news. We haven't really been talking about the LVO much just because of everything that's been going on lately in the world. Um, we didn't feel like it was appropriate to bring that up yet um, but my email inbox has started to blow up with people asking questions because we usually open lvo registration on june 1st and i've had panicked emails from people going did i miss it like no you didn't miss it so um we're we're gonna wait to open up registration to, for the lvo until you know fingers crossed hopefully things calm down a little bit because People have, you know, much more pressing concerns right now than the LVO, which is totally realistic and understandable. Yeah. Um, so we decided we just wanted to, like, kind of be sensitive to what's happening in the world at the, at the moment. And uh, stay tuned. We're still planning on opening registration in June, at the, at the probably at the end of June, um, just so that people can uh, chill out and, you know, relax, start thinking about fun stuff again. And, um we just felt that was a smart play. Yeah. So, so don't but worry. It is coming. Don't worry. You didn't miss it. Um, if you do want to book your room, though, you can do that. Uh, you can jump in and book it uh, if you want to do that. If not, don't worry about it. I don't. I don't think there's any <laughs> pressing concern right this second. Yeah. But if you do want to just check that off, go for it. Because World Vegas is already in like phase three of reopening. So, unless something crazy happens, like we're really confident everything's going to go according to plan. Yep. So. Stay tuned for more information on the LVO. Um, hopefully, everything gets back to normal here, and uh, or you know some semblance of normality, and then we can get back to having fun. All right, ITC. If you want to support the ITC, you like what it's about, you think it's been positive impact on your game, on your community, on your uh, life, on your life, or if you just like us, consider supporting it financially. Not very many that like us. Yeah, I accept that. <laughs> I accept You're that. reaching here. Yeah. Everybody wants to be friends. This is we can just be friends too. <laughs> yeah. um, you can buy our friendship. Indeed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. If that was true, I'd have a lot more friends. Um, <laughs> consider supporting it. You can do so for as little as one dollar a month, and all the money goes back into the IC, ITC. So we appreciate everyone that supports it. Yeah. Check out 
these awesome commissions. Boom. Ravagers. Mariana will be throwing them up on the screen, I think. She will not. Yeah. Reese. Well, that's yeah. because I'm here. Then Hive Guard. I'm the hottest. You got some warriors. Sorry, right. I'll just explain it. They've got a red carapace. Ooh. Got like a tan skin. Tan. Like they're out in the sun. Did they just get back from Majorca? And they're on a dark brown planet. Were they partying in Ibiza? So yeah, that's right. <laughs> the party nids. <laughs> the warriors do look like they are partying. They got their arms in the air like that's they right. don't care. Just having a good time. Ooh, and then we have Arjack. Yep. And, and Nyal. Nyal. Nile. I don't I never knew how to say that correctly. Is his stance is interesting. <laughs> and then we have this guy whose name I forget. He's a chariot man. He's a tomb king, and I can't remember what his name is. If you want to get a, a commission done, if you still didn't get, oh, Cetra the Imperishable. Thank you, Trim the Cat. Got it. That is a funny screen name, too, by the way. Um, if you weren't motivated during uh, quarantine, just accept it. You're lazy, and you're never going to paint your models. Send them to us, and we'll paint them for you. Boom. Just that was a good sales pitch. I like it. Just be honest with yourself, <laughs> right? Just be honest. You're never gonna do it. Yep. All right. All right. In chat, we'll answer a couple questions and we'll wrap oh it up. Oh my god, you're killing me. You're killing yourself, get out here. You've already answered like a million questions. There's no. Not you answer question one there. then. All right, Sreta. Yep, that was the model. Got Blink it. Wizard. We'll have Mariana. Get out of here. It's the only question. None of them are Blank Wizard. Uh, we'll have Mariana do that. Yeah. Indeed. All Branded right. electrical tape. <laughs> All right. I like it. Nova Star, yeah. We will do, um, if you're a part of Early Reg because you've gotten a high roller package, we're, we are going to roll that out here sooner um, because we, that's a part of the benefit of, of being in the high roller package. You get Early Reg. Yeah. So we will do that um, sooner than the end of the month. Oh, that is a really good idea. We should have a friendship tier on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to be my friend? <laughs> do you? I don't do a lot. That would be amazing. I don't do much. I, I work six, seven days a week, yeah. just like Frankie does. Although when we do go out, we do have a good time. Uh, Nova Star, the new Necron unit shown. What was your favorite unit to work on, and why is the new... What why is, is it the new... Quad Pod Walkers. My favorite unit... I, the Necrons I, to work on. I like the new Necron Warriors because they have two weapon options, which they've never had. But what, what about you? I like the the peck destroyer because it just looks so cool. It is really cool. Didn't know what it looked like before. Yeah. Uh, Tomodachi Express is the GW app going to be the standard for army lists? Let's hope. Boom. That's the goal. <laughs> Hopefully it works correctly. And yes, everybody wants to use it to write their list because that would make our lives yep. so much easier. Hopefully it's not just power level. <laughs> Aether, yeah, the, there is a rumor going around about uh, audible codexes uh, for folks like myself. So hopefully it's true. That'd be great. That'd be great. Read um, to us by Andy Smiley. Hey, hey. Bulldog, the $1 a month can help Reese fund his secret tower army. Yes. There it is. I had a tower army. Frankie took it. Yeah, took it. You jerk. He's like, I need these models for my new list. I was like, fine. Yeah. Um, doo -doo -doo. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh, Nova Star got to come out drinking with my uh, with a group of us and my dad. My dad is a serious character. 
<laughs> he is a unique human being. Um, and that was a lot of fun. So I think my uncle was there too, actually. And the, it was my dad's brother and they just razz each other nonstop. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, will the new edition make for a better streaming viewing experience? Well, if it's faster, it's going to be better, period. And I actually saw someone speculating like, oh, they're making the new edition to be better for streaming. They're not. No. That's such a tiny, infinitesimally small percentage of the game that trying to make the game for streaming would really be short-sighted. Um, yeah, it'd be silly. It'd be silly. If it inadvertently ends up being better to stream, that's great, but that's definitely not, um, that wasn't the point of it at yeah. all. Uh, da -da -da. All right, everybody. Uh, everyone's kind of chatting, so we will go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 687 of Signals from the Frontline. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed delivering it to you. Everybody out there, take a deep breath. Let's come together as a country. That's right. We're all Americans. Everybody out there that's showing support to America, we appreciate it. We're going to get through this. We'll get back to rolling some dice, enjoying ourselves, and uh, I don't know. Give, give someone a hug today. Yeah. Hug it up. Do it. Hey, with a mask. On. With a mask on. on. You Let's don't hear not order a mask. Get out what? of here. <laughs> come on. Don't spread that. All right. Hopefully everybody can get a little bit of that energy. God knows right, smell like a hobo. Oh, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> right, I smell like my beard looks. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, you don't. Thankfully. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. See you next week.